Hello, hello, hello. This is Rebecca Shale, and I am here with another episode of the Free and Chosen podcast. And today, I just kind of wanted to chat again. Um, Our topic is going to be love. Love is such a big topic, honestly. Uh, I'm not going to be able to fit all of the words in here about love, but this will just be skimming the surface. But I, I really feel led to just share some personal insights about love. And so back in my early 20s, um, I had been dating a woman. And this really upset my mom. My mom has been a, a conservative Christian for a lot of my life, you know, since I was about 13. And at this point, I was probably about, oh, I don't know, 22. And my mom really didn't know how to deal with the situation because uh, growing up I'd always dated boys and I'd always really liked boys and you know that's really all she heard me talk about and then one day out of nowhere I was dating a woman and um, we actually moved in together and had um, a relationship and mom really really did not know how to respond. She didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to say to me, um, except that she disagreed and she knew that, you know, at some point I was going to realize that I was wrong and that I was um, living incorrectly and that, you know, it's against the Bible. It's a sin. And um, she, she just really didn't know how to say anything that was going to not upset me. So, um, over the last couple of years, she and I have talked about it a lot. And she said that she talked to one of the women at our church about it. And they told her, you know what, all you really can do is just love her. Just take every moment you have with her to just love on her and show her that no matter what, you're still going to be here for her. You're still going to love her no matter what. And that she can always come to you and talk to you and help her to feel comfortable. And in turn, it will help you to feel comfortable with her again. So that's what mom did. She still came over. She still hung out with me. She still spent time with me. And we really didn't talk about my girlfriend. I mean, my girlfriend was around. My mom was nice to her. She'd be kind. Um, she'd be courteous. She she didn't mind, you know, cooking and having us over or coming to our apartment or what have you. So it was really nice. And mom just loved me through it and let me come to my own realization and let me understand on my own that Um, It really wasn't for me. So, um, whenever my daughter was around middle school, she decided that she wanted to have a girlfriend. And it was the same kind of situation with me and my mom, but much younger, much younger. So, um, it, you know, I told her that I didn't really agree, that I you know, had really only seen her be excited about dating boys or liking boys. But, you know, if if she decided to date girls, I couldn't stop her. But I do remember telling her that 
I didn't agree and that I thought that at some point she would probably change her mind but as far as I know she still hasn't which that's fine I mean she can make her own choices it's up to her um, but at one point when she was in eighth grade she came to me and told me that she wanted to be a boy and that at school she had been going by he him pronouns so that was really jarring to me I, I really didn't know how to respond to that except to say um no I'm sorry but you're a girl you've always been a girl you will always be a girl you are a girl right down to your DNA it's not something that you can change but that really upset her and it has been an argument between us for years now I've tried to say you know what I don't want to talk about this I've spoken my piece I love you I'm going to love you no matter what but I don't want to argue about this and I don't want to talk about this every other day you are a teenager once you're older if you still feel this way then we can revisit this conversation but right now I really would rather you focus on what's important like school and trying to feel confident in the body that you have right now because as you've been developing you've developed a lot faster than other women so that's jarring for a young girl as well when all of a sudden she's blossomed into looking like a woman and men are coming on to her out in public and thinking that she's an adult when she was 12 you know so it's it's really really jarring gosh I, I don't even know exactly how how to explain all of the feelings but I, I began to feel betrayed you know I tried to walk in love as much as I could but I felt like it was an attack personally on myself which is really selfish way to look at it it really is because my daughter is going through this and all I could focus on is how it's making me feel which is not great so um, I, I know in our discussions um, especially the ones that got heated um, I told her I felt like she was letting women down and as you know I, I felt like she didn't like women really that she hated us so much that she wanted to change her gender to be a man which is just not right I know that it has much more to do with the fact that this is kind of a, a social pandemic with our youth right now and that the enemy is seriously attacking confidence in a brand new and interesting way and that a lot of young people are very confused and oh gosh they have delusions that they can be something that they're not and that it'll make them better and it'll make all of their circumstances better and it'll make them happier but unfortunately for many many people that 
I, I've recently kind of seen interviews with on this particular topic. It doesn't make them feel any different. Not really. Some of them say, you know, as they're going through it and um, publicly going through it and doing YouTube videos and everything, they, they say, oh, this is so great and I feel so much better. But then they really stop and look at themselves in the mirror and they're like, what did I do? I do not feel better and now I just feel more depressed and more suicidal. So, um, my goodness, I, I felt like there was no serious way to navigate this because my daughter is telling me, you know, oh, would you rather have, you know, me being a boy or would you rather have a dead daughter? And how are parents supposed to respond to that? How are we supposed to be there for our kids when society's got them saying things like this to us, you know, and, and I hear about all of the, the TikTok videos, and I remember back when she was just beginning to talk about this, she was watching so many videos, and it seems like, you know, all of the, the trans kids that she could find online, you know, were just singing the praises of being a trans kid, and how it made them feel so much better, and how they felt so, gosh, um, understood by other trans kids and how they felt just so mm, correct in how they thought that they perceived themselves. And I, my goodness, how, how's a parent supposed to get through something like that? It's kind of an impossible situation. As adults, we have a lot to, to take care of in a day. We have work, we have uh, taking care of our house, we have, uh, some of us have animals, we have kids, you know, we have family members that are going through stuff, we have all of the stuff that we deal with in a day, and oh my goodness, when something like this happens, it, it almost is hard to process everything at once, and it begins to get heavy. It all begins to get so, so heavy. So I, I, you know, I wasn't leaning on God at that time, which would have helped immensely. It would have made everything so much better. But instead of being able to give it to God and pray about it and hold my tongue, I wasn't able to do that. So, um, like I said, I tried not to talk about it as often as possible. And I tried to reason. I tried to explain scientifically how changing a man, you know, to a woman and a woman to a man is not actually possible. Um, you can make a man look like a woman. You can make a woman look like a man. But you can't actually make a woman into a man and vice versa. So, as humans, we, gosh, kind of get what we get and we don't go throw a fit, you know what I mean? So, it was really hard for me, I remember as a teenager, coming into my female body and having it develop and having boys look at me differently, especially since I was very naive and I was very, um, 
innocent in a lot of ways. I was very innocent in comparison to a lot of other teenagers that um, I went to school with. So whenever I began to catch the eye of, of young men, I didn't really know how to handle myself entirely. So um, I kind of just developed a crush and hid behind it. You know what I mean? So it's it was kind of a nice way to hide out and be like, oh, no, no, I, I like this person, and, and that's just that. It saved me, I guess, from a lot of um, negative situations um, that would make me feel maybe shameful about my body, but not all of them. So being a teenager in the 90s, we didn't really have things like therapists to help us get through trauma. We didn't really have things like that. Um, I'm sure we probably did, but it wasn't like a mainstream thing. Um, essentially, we had parents, we had friends to talk to about this. And um, most every woman that I would talk to just said, you know, this is just how it is. Guys are just like this. And you, you can't let the way they see you affect the way you see yourself you know, which is something that I tried to raise my daughter in, you know, you can't let how people see you affect how you see yourself, because that's dangerous, and that's hurtful. But with some of the things that my daughter's been through, um, it already affected the way she had seen herself. And I did get her therapy, and we did try to uh, stick that out. But we, we were in therapy for a couple of years, and it wasn't working. It wasn't making her feel any better about herself. Um, in fact, gosh, I, I feel like she only got more depressed and more suicidal at times. And her grades were terrible and I did not know what to do. So I feel like what I'm getting at is that if you're in this situation. If you have somebody that's in this situation, you know someone that's in this situation, you, your kids are in a similar situation, or you're just at a place with them, or your family members where you just don't know what to do. You don't know how to make the situation any better. What I can say is turn to God. Lay it at his feet pray for them, pray hard for them, and love them so much through it. I feel like God is just wanting us to come to him about everything first. Even if that means that we have to say, you know what, I hear you. I hear what you're saying to me right now. And I love you so much that I need a minute. I'm going to go I'm going to drive around the block, I'm going to take 30 minutes in my room, I'm going to, I'm going to go take a shower, you know, I'm, I'm going to go take a shower, I'm going to pray about this, and then we'll come back, and we'll sit down, and we'll talk a little bit, and then, you know what, I might have to get up again, and take another 30 minute break, but... I really feel like we need to stop before we react and we need to pray and we need to seek God before we say something that cannot be taken back 
because, oh my goodness, relationships are so important and the enemy is coming at us from all sides these days. Let's be honest. He really is coming at us from all sides. And we really just need to come to God and throw our hands up and say, Lord, I need help. I need you to hold my hand through this situation because I cannot do this alone. And we're not alone. We're not. He is right there waiting for us to call out. That's all we have to do. Call out. And he will be there and he will meet us right where we are. And it's okay that we're not perfect. We're humans. We're always going to say the wrong thing if we stand on our own. And I want to just say that I'm not transphobic or homophobic or or whatever you call that. Um, I, you know, I, I really love our youth all of them. And I just pray that all of our youth can be happy and healthy and whole and come to know Jesus. Because let's face it, in the coming days, we are all going to need to cling to Jesus even tighter than we ever have. And I want our kids to be part of that. I don't want them to be lost and to continue to have body dysmorphia and feel like they aren't who they are you know that's that's a terrible thing to have to live with it really is and to have to walk through and I don't want that for them I want them all to just know Jesus and to be able to lay all of their troubles at his feet so If you guys have teenagers, I strongly encourage you to get into the Bible with them. Have Bible study nights, you know, where you read the Bible as a family. You know, they need that word in them. They really do. So, I love you guys. I I pray that you all have a really great day. And just hug your kids and tell them how much you love them. And if you have a family member who is struggling, just reach out and let them know how much you love them. Sometimes that means everything. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Thanks.